I am Daniel Lukies, and welcome to Book 101. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years. And today, I have my special guest. He's the author of How to Write a Book and Get It Published. No other than Mr. Joseph Leonard. Now, before I introduce myself, I don't want people to tune out. So don't tune out yet if you have no interest in writing and publishing a book. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will also have opportunity uh, as part of discussing this book about my other book, my first internationally published book, although I've been writing for decades, I have many books. I'm the holder of more than three dozen copyrights. But if you're an avid reader with no intention of writing your own book, think of how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques as a tell-all without the name dropping, a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to get a book to market. You've got a bookshelf full of books that you decided you wanted to buy and read. How did they get there apart from you buying it? I mean, before that, right? How did it get to a market for you to be able to buy it? What did the author go through to write it, get it published, market it so you knew it was even available to buy to read. Sir Joseph is encouraging you to publish your book. That, that's why he wrote this book, How to Write a Book and Get It Published. Sir Joseph, how did you craft this uh, book? Yeah, uh, uh, I think almost everyone has a story in them to tell. That's, But this book, How to Write a Book and Get It Published, Hints, Tips, and Techniques, came about because I was on a lot of shows, yours, right? Discussing terror strikes coming soon to a city near you. And invariably, a lot of the hosts would ask me back to just talk about writing and publishing in general. Well, after a dozen of those shows, I went to Amazon and looked. Yeah, there's a million books on how to put your book on Amazon, but that's not what people are asking. They're asking, how do I have, how, where can I get some help writing, developing my book? My how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques goes into scene development, character development, as well as then your publishing options. What to do after you've published. You're not done. That's the beginning of your journey, right? Marketing, promotion, what to expect from reviews and things like that. And before we go too much further, I want to remember to say, uh, I am Joseph M. Leonard. It's Leonard without an O. It looks French. It's not Leonard, it's Leonard. 
Joseph M. Leonard, and I have to make that distinction because there indeed, I'm here in Michigan, there is another author, Joseph Leonard, out of South Carolina with books. Now, of course, I want you buying my books, not his books, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Mr. Joseph. How to write a book and get it published? What behind the title of your second book? Yeah, I, again, the impetus was all those other shows asking me about the writing and publishing process. Because most of the time, my, uh, it, and in how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques, I touch on you know people's motivations, inspirations, methodologies are all of course different. So my inspiration comes from dreams. Most of my books, including Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You, which is referenced in how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques. I talk about kind of my journey bringing terror strikes coming soon to a city near you to market in how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques. And terror strikes indeed came to me in a dream. Uh, how to write a book and get it published was kind of one of the first books that external forces uh, what is the impetus toward for me to write it? Very well said, Mr. Joseph. But before we go on, I want to shout out to the people listening in Indonesia. Terima kasih banyak, Indonesia, for being part of my podcast. And in Jakarta, I get 57%, West Java at 14%, Bali at 11%, Central Java at 9%, East Java at 5%, Jambi at 2%, and last but not the least, North Sumatra at 2%. Thank you, Prima Kasi Banyak, for supporting this podcast because this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world, like Mr. Joseph Leonard. Yeah, and I, I occasionally, my I have two websites, Joseph M. Leonard, again, got to repeat it, Leonard without an O, right? <laughs> JosephMLeonard.us, and I also have, that's my author site, and I also have my book-specific site, TerrorStrikes.info, and I get statistics of where visitors are coming in from. And I get visitors from all over the world, including that part of the world. So, and I have, of course, terrorstrikes.info slash shop. Uh, outside of the U.S., that's mainly for U.S. sales to sell autographed copies. But there is a link there, international sales, because the cost of shipping these days is ridiculous and international shipping it'll cost you more than the cost of the book to, to to get it to you so international sales link is there to help get you a place closer to you to buy it so that shipping doesn't break your bank so mr uh, joseph how to write a book and get published what is the best highlight uh, well, I, I mean, I can't give away my secrets. You got to buy the book, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, seriously, though. Uh, 
I, I have a supplemental article up at a site called Before It's News. And you can go to tinyurl.com slash write and publish supplement. That is, of course, all one chunk, one big word together. tinyurl.com slash write and publish supplement. I give you a peek for free at some additional things for free that aren't even in the book, as well as hints as to what is in the book. So the best way really, you know, yeah, you could go to Amazon and write, read the write-up, but, you know, that doesn't really tell you a whole lot. You could go to tinyurl.com slash write and publish supplement and see some hints, tips, and techniques there for free to hope, you know, wet your whistle to get you to want to buy the book to understand the rest, you know, uh, all the other hints, tips, and techniques that are in there that will be invaluable to you, no matter what stage you are in your writing. If you're, if you just have a concept, haven't even started writing yet, or you've written a book and look at my book, it might inspire you to make some changes. Uh, you know, improve it or not. I mean, that's a matter of, of course, personal opinion and a subjective kind of statement. Uh, you're one of the things in the book is under reviews. Don't expect everybody to love your book, right? Have a thick skin. You're going to have negative reviews. In fact, under terrorstrikes.info slash reviews, I went out of my way to take two negative reviews and put them up there. I'm not hiding anything because like I'm sharing here, not everybody's going to like my stuff. That's not a big deal. I don't care. That's not a problem. As long as I am presenting my work in an honest fashion that they then read it and decide to buy it, but it wasn't quite what they anticipated or expected and leave me a somewhat negative review. You know, that's not on me. I was honest up front, gave, you know, a, a solid, good, earnest attempt at describing what is in this book and what it's about. So, you know, uh, that's kind of one thing. And again, if you're not looking to write and publish, that's a lot of the hidden gems you'll find in the book, even if you're not looking to write. What does an author deal with after, during publishing and after publishing? So, Mr. Gosef, if we're talking about the highlights, what do you think the flaws are? Oh, well, yeah, that's why I created tinyurl.com slash write and publish supplement. Uh, as I discuss in how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques, a book is never really ever finished. There just comes a point where you say, this is my deadline. What I have is what goes, right? I, even to this day, I, terror strikes coming soon to a city near you dropped in 2022. I'm always thinking about things that, well, maybe I could say that differently. Maybe I could add this. Maybe I should take that out and put that in instead. You know, 
it's never finished uh, and you can only make a book so big uh, or it gets too expensive. Nobody can afford to buy it. So I'm thinking of things about terror strikes coming soon to a city near you that I can make like a director's cut or not a sequel, but like a director's cut, an expanded version of it where I can add additional things that have come up because I left out cyber terrorism. I left out the electrical grid attacks. Yeah, I left out a not having a specific chapter dealing with mass shootings. I could go back and add that, but of course, that will make a bigger and more expensive book. You have to make trade-offs. What can you include? What don't you include? And again, it's never finished. There will always be something after that fact that you say, oh, doggone it, that should be in the book. I forgot. Why didn't I think of that? And hence, that's why I made the supplemental art article to, to highlight that point. A book is never finished, but as Des discussed in the deadlines chapter of how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques, at some point, you've got to say the book is done. You know, right? Uh, and, you, and you don't want to set a deadline too early for yourself, though, and put yourself under that much stress and pressure. Getting a good, solid 75% of your book done, then you can say, all right, these are my deadlines. You know, because I'm not a Stephen King, or I, I was most compared to Dean Koontz. So if you like Dean Koontz's novels, uh, most specifically uh, the score it system through Boker, which is the uh, company that controls the ISBN sales numbers, says my book Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You is most like Dean Koontz's Innocence book. So if you like his books, You'll like my books. How to write a book and get it published if you want to go back and revise itself. Which part of the book you want to revise? Well, I kind of hinted at that. Again, that's why I threw those items in that supplemental article. And I kind of hinted at, teased what could go in a second version, uh, uh, a, a second release an update like a director's cut in movie parlance terms uh, to terror strikes coming soon to a city near you. But again, I didn't want to create a book that would be so big. In fact, in terror strikes coming soon to a city near you, I joke with having my character. We follow Martin on a journey to write a book. So it's a book in a book. Martin is writing a book called Terrorist Tracks. So he's writing a book on terrorism. So yes, my book is about terrorism, but it's not a book about death, but life and living. What it really is about, terrorism is the thread that ties the storyline together beginning to end. But it really is about life over death, hope over fear, faith over despair, love over hate, good over evil, 
individualism over collectivism, freedom over tyranny, family and friends, life. Yes, indeed, Mr. Joseph. But before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Food 101, on our third season with Chef Alessandro, one of the best executive chefs in one of the best restaurants in downtown Toronto, plus one more, our Food 101, Volume 1, Day 6, is all already out, available on Amazon, and leading online bookstores worldwide. Uh, Volume 1, Basic, is all about the basics that you need in the kitchen to create a delicious food. But not only uh, one, but we did it Volume 2, Fundamentals, Volume 3, Essentials, Volume 4, Greek Cuisine, Volume 5 is Japanese Cuisine. So please do check all those volumes because these are uh, volumes that give you further more information to make your dish delicious. Yeah, before you go on to your next question, I'm glad you mentioned Toronto because while terror strikes coming soon to a city near you follows martin who is a detroit michigan united states newspaper guy writing a book on terrorism it isn't just about 9-11 right people hear night hear terrorism from an american they think everything is all about 9-11 well it's not of course that has been the biggest and most successful and uh, most calamitous, to use a word, a terrorist attack of our times, it's not the only thing that's happened on the planet, right? So my book is an international book, and there is indeed a chapter on Toronto, Ontario, Canada, London, England, UK, uh, uh, Madrid, Spain, Tokyo, Japan. You mentioned Japanese cuisine. There's a chapter on Tokyo, Japan in my book. So I'm not, it's not appealing, or I'm trying, I should say, I'm getting tongue-tied. I'm trying to appeal, of course, to an international audience, which is why it's released internationally. Otherwise, I would have just released it here in the U.S. It's interesting. Mr. Joseph, are you independent or traditional publishing? Uh, well, uh, the, I discuss in how to write a book and get it published. Traditional publishing is not a viable method for most people unless you know someone or you've written a series of books and have that series the first several books in that series already written for a publisher to then see and say, okay, yeah, I'm willing to take a chance on that because a first book may not sell much. A second book sells more and helps sell the first. A third in a trilogy or quadology, four books, uh, will build and expand. I'm not interested in writing a series. Uh, so yeah, the traditional methods are dying off. They have their stable, right? They've got the Dean Kuntz's, the James Patterson's, the Tom Clancy's, most related to me, of course, talking about terror strikes. Uh, 
and you know up Stephen King all those other they've got all those big names and they want to ride those horses till they die right so a JK Rowling got her chance not necessarily because of Harry Potter's worth but who she knew <laughs> you know right the old saying it's not always what you know but who you know so your chances and and uh, I like movies if you got a chance to see uh where the crawdads sing movie uh with Daisy Daisy Jones uh Daisy I uh, forget her full name but where the crawdads sing kind of is an old to kill a mockingbird style movie it's great film great film highly recommend it uh and in there there's kind of a behind the scenes of publishing people uh, this isn't a big spoiler here people tell her she's great at illustrations and she should submit her illustrations for publication and she does that in the film well again that's the old way of doing things and I don't want to discourage anybody from attempting it but don't be disappointed when you hear absolutely zero back from any of the big publication outfits uh, which is why there is self-publishing and self-publishing you've got to be careful right there are various levels there's vanity presses now if you just want to write a book like uh, on your family tree your memoir that isn't going to appeal to too many people but you'd like to put it out for your family and friends a small inexpensive vanity publishing firm is good then there's others that I call self-publishing that I go into how to write a book and get it published hints tips and techniques and then there are higher end firms that I like to call assisted publishing because they offer you a whole lot more as the saying goes you get what you pay for right <laughs> yes definitely so you are an indie author yeah i am an independent author exactly indie publisher as it's called what do you think the pros and cons of being indie author well the i i say the pro is that there are a whole lot of people out there now like at the movies I mentioned movies there's a whole lot of people who actually look for and go out of their way to find movies from smaller independent studios they're tired of the same crap that comes out of Hollywood or Bollywood right so they want these smaller independent studio films that are putting out and I'm hoping there's a site called Story Rocket. You could go to Story Rocket and there's a listing for Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You. I hope my book will indeed be picked up by a smaller independent studio and be made into a movie. Same with books. I mean, yeah, I, a whole lot of people like King and Patterson and Clancy and Koontz and and, and you name it right yada 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 up and down the list a lot of big names but there are a lot of people who are looking who might be that net 
next Koontz, right? Who might be that next Stephen King? And I want to read their books, their indie releases first and get on board before they hit the big time and say, yeah, I know him when. I read his first book X years ago, right? So that's the pro is there's a market for that. The con is, of course, you are pretty much your own marketing and promotion firm as an indie author. You've got to do things like this, right? Come on Books 101, discuss your books to promote. The, you don't have a big publishing firm with multi-million dollar budgets to promote their authors. A lot of it, most of it is on you. But again, going back to a pro, we are in the day of social media and the internet. There are a lot of free promotional avenues, which I go into in how to write a book, get it published, hints, tips, and techniques, free publicity, avail yourself of that. So your ability to write a book as an independent who would otherwise never get any traction, you know, you know unless if you had uh, tens of thousands of dollars of your own money to sink into advertisements on radio or TV or at the movie theaters, you wouldn't get traction. Now there are a lot of free avenues all around the world to get the word out about your book to be discovered. Yes, indeed. Mr. Joseph, thank you, listeners, for giving me the 23 listen scores and my podcast is belong to top percent popular show globally thank you listen out so mr joseph can you please invite our listeners to buy all your books yeah absolutely again the the best way is of course if you have a local mom and pop bookstore still near you i am all about small business mom and pop shops, locally owned businesses, by all means, go there. It is registered, of course, with Boker. So it can be found anywhere in the world uh, uh, at any place that sells books. They can find it and get it for you. And also beyond that, if you're in the United States listening, of course, I want you to go to terrorstrikes.info slash shop and buy an autographed copy direct from me. You know, Jeff Bezos and Amazon, in my opinion, has got plenty of money already. He doesn't need all that much more. And if you're outside the United States, of course, terrorstrikes.info slash shop, there is international sales link, take you to another page that lists places all around the planet, something closer to you, to buy the book over the internet. Like in Australia, I do well through a place called Booktopia. They are the big bookseller in Australia and I sell a lot of books through them. So thank you and shout out to Booktopia and anyone listening uh, in, in down under, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Down Under, yes. So now I'm uh, gonna have that song on my head. Living in a land down under. <laughs> Pardon my bad yes. singing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So you say Australia. I want to shout out to the people listening in Australia, in New South Wales. I get twenty four percent. In Victoria, twenty three percent. Western Australia, twenty one percent. Queensland at seventeen percent. Australian Capital Territory at 9%, South Australia at 5%, and last but not the least, Tasmania at 1%. Thank you, Down Under, for supporting this podcast, because this podcast, as I said, is empower writers all over the world. Yeah, so- I, w- I would love to go visit Australia and Japan and all kinds of places in South east asia there but uh there i'm sorry i'm not gonna do it because i cannot see myself cooped up in a tin can for 12 hours right same reason (laughs) same reason i would love to go to hawaii if i did it would be via cruise i you know cruise ship lines they're great i'd love to take a cruise to hawaii but there's no way i'm cooping myself up on a tin can for that many hours to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So you uh, mentioned Japan. I want to greet also Japan for being part of my podcast. Uh, Arigato Saimas. Hi. Uh, in Tokyo, I got 75%. Miyazaki at 5%. Gufu at 3%. Nara at 3%. Aichi at 3%. Wakayama at 3%. Haigo at 3%. Kumamoto at 3%, Kanagawa at 3%, and last but not least, Hokkaido at 3%. Arigato Saimas, hi. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. As I said, this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world. So, Mr. Joseph, what is your message for those aspiring writers out there that they want to publish their books oh that's simple go for it go for it right if for no other reason than your own personal gratification you may sell one book a hundred books a thousand books ten thousand books a million books who knows do it for yourself nobody unless if you're a king or a patterson or you know all those Nobody becomes a millionaire writing books. (laughs) Or I should say, let me correct myself. It is rare. Few are those that become millionaires like a J.K. Rowling writing books. (laughs) We encourage you people who knows you are one of the making, one of the best, just like uh, the timeless novel as Mr. Joseph talking about. Uh, the, the crowded saying Dean Koontz's innocence yes Dean, yeah. Dean Koontz yes Mr. Joseph and I are encouraging you to do it because probably you're one of the best in the making yeah you know it's again the internet right no one knows when they're putting something up there whether only their friends and family will see it or it may go viral you just don't know. I mean, people can speculate, people can give their opinion, 
But, you know, as the saying goes, they're like buttholes. Everybody's got one, right? And an opinion. Uh, and like I said about reviews, your book isn't going to appeal to everyone. But there is an audience for anything. The question is, if you get on enough shows like Book 101 to let people know that would be interested in that book, get to know that that book is there for them to get. Yes, definitely, Mr. Joseph. Joseph, lovely talking to you. And All right, take care. Have a good day, everybody. Good day, okay. night, afternoon, whatever time it is, because with podcasts, uh, they may be listening live now. Who knows in what time zone they are? And yes. or, again, with podcasts, People can listen anytime. So who knows if they're listening now live, uh, a day later, a week later, a month later, a year later. Yes. And according to my analytics, Mr. Joseph, I have 140 countries listening to me. So uh, this, uh, I'm really grateful that I made this podcast to connect with writers and connect to the audience to buy the books that you yeah. are making. Well, I started a podcast myself just a few weeks ago. Uh, I've been co-host of Savaged Unfiltered with Michael Gardner for uh, more than a year. So shout out to Michael Gardner and Savaged Unfiltered. Uh, without him, I wouldn't have gotten to the point where I'd have been comfortable and ready to start my own podcast. So I started Constitutionalist Politics Podcast I've, I, just, I will be releasing, it drops every Saturday, episode five tomorrow. So yeah, I'm just starting, just building. I'm not looking to get in 143 countries because my podcast, while my book is international, my podcast mainly deals with U.S. politics. So if you know anybody in the U.S., please ask them to check out my constitutionalist politics podcast which is short for christian u.s constitutionalist based politics constitutionalist you and body people see you soon